वेलकम टू नॉन स्टूडेंट आई एम द होस्ट मुकेश शर्मा लेट्स इंजॉय पोलिटिकल सर्कस ऑन दिस प्लेनेट गोइंग ऑन फॉर डेकेट्स एंड सेंचुरीज टूडे इज इट अबाउट द लूजर ऑफ द ईयर आई एम ऑलवेज क्यूरियस अबाउट आउट गोइंग प्रेजिडेंट ऑफ द यू एस एंड मैनी क्रिटिक्स आर आफ्टर हिम ही इज ऑलवेज ऑन ट्विटर एक्सप्लेनिंग हिज थाट्स विद मिनिमम वर्ड्स एंड 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 क्रेजी फ्रेजिस The political life in the US has become more interesting and curious in recent days. That transition period will happen with some more nice string from the losing president. News all over the world to focus on this talented international leader who never sees faults with his policies but the people see everything clearly. In the last 6 weeks Since the presidential election various theories many of them persuasive have been advanced to explain president Trump's refusal to accept Joe Biden's victory Joe Biden the nice person the president elect Trump's decision to attack the legitimacy of the election has been seen correctly as an attack on democracy itself and as a purposeful and brutally effective use of disinformation why not a loser a liar a shameless person is kicking after a strong mandate against in this historical american election and also as the behavior of a would be dictator who is dragging an entire political party into a fever dream of denialism trump's protected post election feat has been analyzed as preparation for a comeback bid in 2024 and as a fundraising scam that has brought in hundreds of millions of dollars to support his post white house political efforts anyway his dreams have not exist very likely trump's continued rejection of his defeat is some of all the above but in politics and especially with this president the simplest explanation for something is usually the best one whatever the other reasons are for his outgoing post election temper tantrum it couldn't be more clear that trump is also motivated by the simple psychological fact that he really really hates being called a loser it is one of his favorite insults and a label he would do anything to avoid having affixed to his own name just in the course of this election year he has called Chuck Schumer the Senate minority leader a totally overrated loser and Joe Conway the conservative lawyer who became one of his sharpest sharpest critics a deranged loser of a husband to his adviser Kalin Conway he said that Cory Booker Caris Cuomo John Kasich and John Kelly were losers too in September the Atlantic reported that He had called American soldiers who ride firing overseas suckers and losers. And when the Republican senator Mitt Romney has criticized Trump, the president has responded by reminding the former Republican presidential nominee of his defeat in the 2012 election loser. He tweeted after one such episode taunting Romney by attacking a video of his 2012 concession alongside Trump's 2016 victory speech since November 3rd 
However, the word has practically disappeared from his vocabulary. If lost, I'd be a very gracious loser, the president told a rally in Georgia on December 5th, more than a month after he did, in fact, lose. On Monday, the Electoral College met in all 50 state capitals to ratify that loss. Trump was not only uh, gracious, he continued to refuse to accept his defeat. A few weeks ago, in one of his few post-election comments to the media, a very tasty Trump insisted that he would leave office if and when the Electoral College certified Biden's victory. Certainly I will. Certainly I will, Trump said. And you know that now that the Electoral College had affirmed Biden's win. However, Trump is no longer acknowledging that he will lay office. CNN even reported the other day that in private he has backed away from previous indications to his ads that he accepts his defeat. Perhaps Trump believes that his continued rejection, rejection of the reality of his loss makes him appear to be a fighter. Perhaps he really has convinced himself that the outrageous claims he is making about an election conspiracy so vast that it involves millions of fraudulent votes. A dead Venezuelan dictator and Republican officials in a half dozen states are true. Many commentators, including me, have pointed with alarm to Trump's success at convincing millions of Republican voters to doubt the legitimacy of Biden's win and the fact that two-thirds of the House Republican conference last week signed on to the quickly dismissed Texas lawsuit to throw out the results in four key states, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, where Biden prevailed. If Trump's goal was proving that the party remains loyal to him, he has succeeded extraordinarily. Who could have imagined? Four years ago that a large part of the national GOP leadership would be so adapted to Donald Trump that it would follow him down the path of outright rejection when the election did not go his way. But there is another way of looking at what Trump has been doing since November 3rd and it now it does not suggest a strategy of political genius. Oh really? much of a strategy at all in pushing back so insistently and filing so many baseless lawsuits trump has forced dozens of conservatives at every level of american society to attest to the integrity of the vote and highlight trump's laws republican governors in states such as arizona and georgia have affirmed that he lost not only their states but the election overall Republican appointed judges have affirmed that he lost. So have many Republican officials who played a role in certifying the results in the states that handed the presidency to Biden. Voters, not all lawyers, choose the president. Steve Fonis Bibas, a federal appeals court just appointed by Trump, wrote in throwing out one of the Pennsylvania cases. Trump nodded cannot just tweet his way to victory. Charges require specific allegations and then proof. We have neither here. Calling an election unfair 
does not make it so. The Wisconsin Supreme Court in a ruling by a conservative Republican justice warned that Trump is seeking to disenfranchise every Wisconsin voter was testing the faith in our system of free and fair elections. The two cases that Trump sought to bring to the U.S. Supreme Court were so weak that the nine justices declined even to hear arguments on their merits. Finally, the democratic rules will prevail and things will change for the better. Trump is going to, Trump is going to give a farewell pardon opinion and he will laugh, laugh at his victorious never die spirit. Okay, wait for that. I'll be there with you with a new podcast along with new perspective in next days. Thank you for your time and feedback and I hope you will keep listening to me. I also encourage you to subscribe to non-student.